So this is going to be, or this is, a bonus episode of the podcast, something a little different that we're doing, uh, and we'll explain here in just a second. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. So if you are a regular listener to the podcast, um, I feel like the past two weeks, Holly and I have had to sort of tap dance and and lie a little bit and just try to avoid... I don't know if we lied. I think we just glossed over. Glossed over. Um, what was going on? You noticed that Scott was out for a couple of weeks yeah. um, on the show and on the podcast, and he was dealing with some family stuff, and it wasn't our place to sort of, you know, say what was going on. No, that's all uh, Scott's decision. Obviously. Exactly. Absolutely. And so... Um, he came back uh, Monday, and we talked about this this morning um, on the broadcast show. Um, but do you want to share what's been going on, Scott? Yeah, I could talk a little bit about it. And if you've listened to a couple of the podcasts, I've talked a lot about this journey. For a couple months now, my mom has been back and forth, in and out of the hospital, dealing with a, just a number of issues. And the number one issue was that she needed a liver transplant, and it was just... You know, some days were good, some months were good, and then it just started to get really, really rough toward the last couple months. And I went to just visit around my birthday just because I wanted to spend time over there. And during that visit, she got really sick and some complications came up and pretty much just her body just couldn't fight anymore. And she did pass and... As soon as that happened, you know, the family came in and I've just been processing. I've been going back and forth with my family. I stayed with my dad for a while while we figure out life mm -hmm. and get everything together. And it's just been, it's been a lot. But, you know, I, the one thing I do want to say is like, you know, my mom is no longer sick. She's at peace. And I know that she's looking down on me up in heaven and alongside every step that I take. I find in these sort of situations, like, as a human, I naturally want to say something that's going to try to make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's sort of the human way. It is, but there's nothing to say. So what do you say to people that want to reach out and they want, they just, they want to comfort you, they yeah. want to say something positive, or do you even know the answer to that question? Because I mean, you may not. I, I like the fact that we're on the podcast because the, the biggest thing right now for me is that I am so far from even processing this entire thing. Yeah. And I mean, just to be completely honest, it doesn't feel real. I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, holy crap, I don't know what just happened. I think the best thing people could do is, one, just spread positivity. If you do want to message me, that is fine. Like, message me. But don't I, I don't want people like in any way to feel... I guess sorry for me. I want you know if you're gonna message me, like tell me you know that you're like you're grateful for something that you have in your life, or you know something that just brings a smile to your face, or one of the lessons or a story that you've had that could put a smile on my face. Because 
you know, I put it on my Instagram, at Scott Tavlin, and I wrote a, a long thing about it. And the biggest thing, like, my mom would not want me to have my head down going about life any different than what I was doing before. The thing that always brought a smile to her face was the fact that I put a smile on other people's face. She wanted to be that positive influence for me to allow me to go off and do the things that I'm doing now. And that's not going to change. I, I, when it does get tough, because, you know, it's like waves. It's constantly, you know, I'm up and then I'm down. And, you know, what keeps me going is like I, my mom wouldn't want me just going through sorrow in this whole moment. She wouldn't want me being sad. She would want right. me continuing on doing the things. And so... I guess the message would just be like, yeah, you can message me. I'm more than open to messages. Understand that it might take me some time to get to all of them. Well, I was going to say, too, um, Miguel and I briefly talked, and this was all my thing. I was like, when Scott gets back, do we want to tell people not to message him for a while? Because I also know that even though it's with a loving, positive message that the M&H fam would reach out to you, as someone who's gone through things, sometimes even the messages can be too much. Yeah. Just seeing an inundation of messages that you suddenly realize you have to go through. I mean, Miguel, you actually went through it on a completely different end of the spectrum with the engagement. Right. It can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So not to say that you don't want people to reach out, but also maybe just set some expectations or limitations to say, okay, message me, but then also know that you're not under any kind of obligation. Yeah. To message back. Yeah. Especially while you're processing. And it could take however long you need to process. There's no time. Yeah. Left. And I mean, that's why I put it on my Instagram. I was like, say, comment if you, because I, I know people wanted to comment. It's like, tell me something that's good in your life. Like, I want to see those positive. So that's what I need. I need that positive thing that's happening in your life. And then, you know, one of the things I talked about is like, my mom's like, she loved candy. Like, we go in the house now and there's like bags. I literally had to bring a bag back over here because my dad's like, I don't know what to do with all this candy. We're handing some out during Halloween. It's like, tell me your favorite candy. Because that stuff, literally, I was going through the comments. I read through every single one. And I was like, that. it just brought me so much joy to see people, like, spreading that good energy. Yeah. And then telling me a favorite candy. Like, that kind of stuff, that makes me feel good. Because, right, right it is a lot. It's, every moment is a lot. But... To see the other good things that are happening in your life, that makes me feel better. So if you do want to reach out, like, absolutely, please reach out. Understand the expectation is I I might not get to it because, you know, there's only so much I want to sit on my phone and right. go through all and, that. Right. And sometimes deal because people have, and I'm, this has probably happened to you, Miguel, like people will reach out to me or you, and I don't know if this has happened, but they'll like, they'll be like, I just heard about Scott. Let me tell you my story. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, right. Again, I appreciate that because also that's something cathartic for you to get off your chest. But don't do it to Scott. Like, right. that's not, even though you're trying to help, it's like a long story with like maybe even a positive outcome might not be the best thing for this moment. Right. Yeah. And again, like, I, and I might, like I said, like if I see, I might just not reply in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe down the line I will. And that's like, that's like my biggest expectation right now is like, I might see it, I might open it, I might never respond, but know that I I definitely looked at it at one point. Right. And right. no matter what, it means something, I'm taking it in, and that's just like all the comments. Like, I'm very, like I'm not going to respond to everyone, but I have read every single comment, and I took a moment to reflect mm. on it. Like, those things matter. So it's just going to be a long process, it, and I know it is going to be. 
Um, if I'm asking something that you're just like, I'm not ready to talk about, feel free to say bleep off. Um, it, how is your dad? Uh, I think we're just, we're all rough. Like, right. I guess the easiest word to say is like, it's just so hard because you, you, every bit of your life, you know, it's, you never know when something's going to trigger you. Like when, right. you know, getting ready while I was in Vero and putting things together, it's like you would see a, like I went through hundreds of pictures. But I see the one picture, and it's like, yeah, oh, my God. And mm. it's it's back and forth because right now I feel, and I've told my dad this. I told my brother this. I, like, I just feel like I'm being hugged from this, I don't know what it is, from, like, the spirit. I really do. Like, I'm being supported, and that's mm. why I'm able to even speak right now is because I feel this strength behind me. And as I just texted my brother a couple minutes ago, I was like, it just feels like mom is right there, and she's holding me, and she's telling me to stand strong and be be there. Be who you are. That's what I would want. And that's what we, my brother and my dad and I remind each other because we'll be, you know, all of a sudden just in tears. And it's like we remind each other that, like, mom wouldn't want this. Like, she would want us to live our fullest and remember the good times with her. And it's back and forth. I'll probably be, you know, like, a, I guess it'll be podcast fam and I guess a little bit off air. But it's like I'll probably be going back and forth a ton mm-hmm. because... The thought of like that whole house empty, like that, that breaks my heart. Like it's, it is weird in this moment to see how sad everything is and how mm. tough. And there's just, there's a lot of stuff to go through and there's a lot of things to do now mm. that yeah. this has happened. Well, what we wanted to do, um, if there's any more memories that you wanted to share, um, We had your mom uh, a year ago, Mm -hmm. uh, last summer in 2019. She was here in Tampa for... Yeah, she actually just made a random trip (laughs) and stayed at my apartment over by USF because my roommate just moved out. So I was like, Mom, come over to the apartment. Sleep sleep in Logan's room. It's fine. It was awesome. And she got to come over to the actual studio, see what I do. And then she walked in and did the podcast with us. So what we're going to do is uh, play that podcast that your mom was on um, because you can just tell, as I was listening back to it, um, sh- there's so much pride that she has with just seeing you do your thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just really cool to listen back to some of it. Yeah, I I wanted to find this podcast for a while. It that kind of kind of scares me a little bit like to listen to it now, right. but eventually I do want to, you know, look back on it. Cause even if I watch videos with her, it's like, it's just, it's so nice to hear a voice. Oop, there it goes. <laughs> cause it's like those little things that you miss. And I mean, I love this podcast cause it like exemplified exactly who she is. And one of the things that it's like, I love most, she was the one that was like, hell yeah, like go do it. Like if you have something you love, like go do it. You get this one shot, please. If it makes you happy, do it. And this podcast is exactly that. And so it means the world to me. Welcome to Miguel and Holly Uncensored. My name is Miguel Fuller. That is Miss Holly O'Connor. Hi. That is associate producer Scotty the Body from USF. Hello. And we have Scotty the Body's mom, Miss Debbie (laughs) Devlin in studio. Good morning. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, (laughs) 
God. We, we weren't planning on this. No. Uh, this was just sort of like you. So your mom is here because you live in Vero Beach across the state. Yes. Or that's where you're from. And that's where you live, Miss Debbie. I do. And so she's here just for the weekend or? Yeah, for a couple days. I guess just visiting. You had a couple days off. So you decided you thought, to come you over. I was moving in with all my clothes. I no, for yeah. real, though. Like bags on bags on bags <laughs> for like two days. Girls got to be ready. Yes. <laughs> that is a fact. I love it. Well, I was like, well, we need to do a quick little uncensored podcast here to talk to Miss Scotty's Scotty the Body's mother and get the truth and some <laughs> stories truth. from back in the day when Mr. Uh, Scotty the Body was growing up. Um, first off, I think the question that most people have is as a parent that knows that your son wanted to go into radio, how did you feel about that? Actually, I'm a communications major myself, so I went through advertising and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I, when he went to college, that was not what he was going for. Uh. And I, he, he just found his way, and you guys have guided him that way, and it's oh, awesome. Now, when you say awesome, <laughs> now let's sort of run down the list of things that you have probably oh, seen uh, him do. Uh, Scott, can you run down oh. the list of some of the things that we've we've made you do? Okay, so I mean, I've been here for a little over a year now, so let's start. So I first started <laughs> wow. when I was on the side of the road in my underwear yeah, holding yeah, a sign. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Well, they, that was just the start. So that was to get the vote for the best morning show. Uh huh. And then I also ended up running on a treadmill in my underwear. While we had the treadmill in the studio, oh, I, I feel think like there's going to be a re- recurring theme. With yeah, no, it's a, a lot of that so far. Yeah. I've had to um, also get licked by dogs in my underwear. Yeah, oh, while that was going on, I've also uh, had to show up at Franklin Manor for the blown off ball in my underwear you know, as maybe well. Let's stop. <laughs> you know, I feel like the e- like equal opportunity employment <laughs> people are going to be like. You know, because it's all fine and dandy when it's like one thing, like every right. couple months, and then right. when you just list it all in a row, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. It hasn't all been naked. You also got thrown in the face with pies oh, at your graduation. Disgusting pies with meat in it and oh, tomato. Ugh. Those were the worst. Yes, and that was producer Ryan, uh, our departed producer Ryan, uh, no, who not did from that. Life, one. By the way, yes. <laughs> just, just from the show. He's doing just fine. He's yes. making a lot of money he doing is. his thing. He's doing great. <laughs> okay. So you see your son go from, oh, I'm starting in radio. I'm, I'm working in promotion in the street team with this radio station in Tampa Bay. And then you start seeing all this on social media. What has your, your, your reaction has been to all this? Be honest, because I hear about it when I go home. Oh, no, no, please do. Please do. Yeah, please be honest. I, I, this is Scott. That has been Scott since he's a little kid. He's got to do what he's got to do. Didn't care for the things where you had a trip in the in the traffic and fall down. I was think, <laughs> thinking somebody's going to run over you, mm, and then mm-hmm. okay, maybe an insurance policy I should be oh. taking out or something. <laughs> you know, let's make some money off this child. <laughs> but no, I, he's been great. I mean, he's awesome. I listen to y'all. You know, on my on my little. Road trips, back yeah. and forth to work and stuff like that. Awesome. So, yeah. Now, have you gotten any phone calls or messages 
from uh, other family members that have been like, what is Scott doing naked online all yeah, the time? Yeah, his, his nana. Oh, oh. oh, no. Now I'm really happy about that. Yeah. What in the heck? Oh, you better <laughs> tell that boy I'm like, huh? No, no, not my life. <laughs> yeah. That's his. He's, he's going to be 23 years old. He's, he's He can do what he wants to do. So You know, uh, that's so fascinating because... Um, what we always tell people when they're like, y'all are such a bully to Scott. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Holly and I have had to go through all of this before. And so we've had to go through explaining to our parents, you know, what our job entailed. Like, Holly, what all have you had to do? Well, notably, when I was getting married back in the day, I had to <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear that damn snowman costume yes. for a week. So I, I recently had to wear a purple morph suit for a week and it mm-hmm. was hot and gross. But then the year that I was getting married, I had to wear that snowman suit to Ohio to my bridal shower. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I did make an agreement. I was like, I can't wear this in the airport. I will be detained. So they let me not wear it in the airport. And then I like wore it during part of the wedding, uh, the shower. And Mm -hmm. then I did take it off from a little bit of it. But I was Mm. like, this is my wedding shower, people. (laughs) So that was good. And then I just, I've had to do a lot of random stuff. Like, Miguel, you and I had to sing out in public to see if the movie cliches were myths or not. Mm -hmm. And I had to also wear the graduation gown out in public. Mm -hmm. And I had to, a lot of of just wearing stuff. I had to do the show several times in my bikini. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. So we campaigned for me to be one of the hottest females in radio. Like, there's just a lot yeah. that happens with yeah. this job that you can't really explain no. to your family or, or or maybe you just don't tell them. No, they find out now on social media as That's soon true. as it happens. And yeah. Then you get a call about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <gasps> what? Remember when I had to, like, moan on the phone to my brother? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> So don't act like I have not done my fair share. Oh, that was so uncomfortable. That's just wrong. I'm sorry. It was awful. It was awful. I forgot. I think I actually like, you know, took that out of my memory because it's so terrible. Yeah, no, I remember that. That was a, and then I think we we filmed it too. Yeah. So there is a video somewhere of Holly talking to her brother and then having to moan on the phone. Speaking of videos, the one time I had to pee standing up like a guy uh, and do a right. video. Wait, what? And yeah. that video is still on YouTube, and I do believe it's almost at a million views. Wait, oh my god! What? <laughs> I wish I would get money from things like I, this. Seriously. It's I mean, all of the pervert people like yeah, in the comments, though. So yeah. Don't, yeah. I wrote a horse once. I mean, <laughs> you know what? We do things. We do things. It's part of the process. I know I, Miguel's done a crap ton of stuff. Oh, my gosh. I have been naked on a billboard before for losing a competition. <laughs> yeah. I have been in all sorts of undress. One time we played a game. I think this was probably the most humili- humiliating thing I've ever done is we did a guess Miguel's bank account account when I was Scott's age and so it was like after every weekend it'd be like how much money does Miguel not have and then people would get prizes and then they would we would call and check the balance it'd be like Miguel has negative five dollars in his account (laughs) yeah and that's when I was like really single for a long time and I was like you know yeah I'm just really never going to be in a relationship um yeah so we we feel you so I feel like we we put Scott through the test just to see how far he'll go because that's part of the job is that you got to be willing to do anything. This is such a weird job, by the way. I was just thinking of all this shit that we've done. Yes. And we're like, ha, remember the time I was naked on a memoir? Like, that's part of our job. Like, we went to school for this. Anyway, it's just weird. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Now, since Scott has uh, left for college from Vero Beach to go to USF, 
and he's met the beautiful Mary mm-hmm. that we have just fallen for. She's so amazing. <laughs> um, how have you been with that relationship as they've been, you know, car- charting that course uh, while in college? Uh, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I will take Mary. You can have Scott. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> oh, honey, I love you more than anything you know. There. Oh, oh. No, Mary is a, an exceptional person, and I wish her all the best. Yeah. What she's going to go do in the future. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. They're both amazing. They're yeah, both are you know following their dreams, which I really admire as a young person. It's really tough to to do that when you you know. Most not, definitely. Not quite sure where you're going. Yeah, it's tough. So yeah. How do you feel about like what's about to happen between, uh, you know, Mary going to Virginia for dental school and then Scott's here working with us? What sort of been your advice to Scott and your sort of thoughts around that? Because that's that's a huge thing that they're about to embark on they, a journey. They are going to take a journey, and I hope that they follow their dreams and do what they want. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in my heart, I hope they end up together. But if something happens in the meantime. You know, it's going to be what they have to do. Right. It's, I have no advice. I'm just going to say, go for your own dreams. Mm -hmm. Do what you're doing. Mary, go for your dreams. Do what you're doing. And, you know, hopefully everything winds up okay, no matter what it is. Yeah. Right. It's such an interesting uh, situation to watch because when we first met Scott and I didn't know Mary at all and just sort of on the surface, just seeing the situation, I, because I'm one of those people that I'm honest to a fault. And I was like, I, I'm I'm worried, you know, because when you leave college, you go through so many ups and downs and especially doing it long distance. And what I always tell friends is when you are about to embark on something like that, what's the end game? And in this sort of situation, you don't know, you know, because she's going to be gone for what, four years, four years, at least four years, at least. And so. How, what what happens after that? Um, but after seeing the two of them together and getting to know Mary a little bit, like I have no doubt that it'll it'll go to di- the distance. But I just I, my heart hurts for what you all have to go through because it's going to be so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean I'm preparing myself. We have those conversations now of like it's getting closer. Like at this point, it's like it's here. Like there's no like hiding it. We don't have to put it off anymore. Like it's now happening. So. We better get good at our communication through our phone and our FaceTime and everything like that. Like even me getting better at texting on a day-to-day with what's going on in updates because that's something I haven't had to do in three years because we've been together for so long and always hanging out. I mean, when we talk, it's like, you're my best friend. We hang out all the time. Now we have to figure it out when we're on two different routes in two different states, like just figuring out our life in our early 20s. And it's going to be extremely difficult. But I also do think that this is the best thing. If we're going to make it work, this is what we need at this moment is to just go full out on our dreams and then we'll come together at the end if it's meant to be like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree because it is tough. And it's like one of those things that you can't really fully prepare for. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as as the weeks go by, you know, when she actually does leave and then, you know, you're here, I feel like we have to kind of like check in with you. Like, Miguel, I feel like it's our job to like be the barometer for like, all right, well, you say you're okay, <clears throat> but like, how are you doing really? Seriously, like, because how, how are gonna you? it's going to suck for a little bit, and you know this, but oh, yeah. we, we don't know how it's going to impact you. Maybe it won't be as bad as you think. Maybe it'll be worse than you think it is. We don't know until it happens. So, oh, yeah. We got you. We <laughs> yeah. got you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for sure, I'm going to say it's fine. Like, I think I, I know how I am. Even when, like, my girlfriend and I talk and, like, I start to break down a little bit, it's like I tell her, even that moment, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. 
that's just what I'm going to do. That's just my wall being up like yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. And I just, I know just how I'm feeling now with it being so close that it's like, it's going to just suck. And we both kind of know it and we're embracing it right now. And I think at the beginning, like I told, I was even on the phone with my dad the other day. I was like, I'm just going to be a wreck. Like that's mm. just what's going to happen. As soon as it happens, I know I'm going to fall apart because I'm not going to know what to do with myself on a day-to-day basis. I'm going to get done with work. I'm going to do some more work. And then it's like, okay, I can only work so many hours. Right. What do I do in those other hours? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then my whole world's just going to flip upside down. Yeah. So yeah. as a parent, uh, do, do we call you Debbie, Scott's mom, Miss Tavlin? <laughs> Please call me Debbie. Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Debbie works. So okay. like, how does that feel as a parent? Like to see that your your child's about to go through something oh, like really uh, gut wrenching. It, oh, it, it hurts. It, it's not something I haven't thought about at three o'clock in the morning when I wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. I go through. I go through my children all the time. You always will. I mean, I don't care how old they are. You're still a child to me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it hurts, but I I think the two of them are so very connected and so in touch with each other. I think they have the fortitude and the um, ability to, you know, bring the strength together, do what they have to do, get through this. Believe it or not, four years goes really fast. Yeah. Okay. It does. I'm, I'm 56 years old. Believe me, my 30s, that was a whole decade. Wham. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps going my, faster. My kids went from here to here. Okay? Right. It's so, <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how long have you and your husband been together? Uh, 30 years. 30, 30 years. years. Yikes, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 seriously? Well, I didn't realize it's been that long. I guess I forget my own age, yeah. <laughs> Did you forget we were old? Yeah. Old people? <laughs> 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 happens. So what, what advice would you give to couples that are sort of embarking on the journey of being together? I mean, after 30 years, you know, I'm sure there's some wisdom that you have gleaned. Patience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tolerance, yeah. yeah. Communication, and sometimes just laugh. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's gonna make you crazy. Yeah, and you're gonna roll your eyes, but then turn around and just laugh. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. It's all. It's all fun. Life is. You're here one time, and you got to do it. We had a lot of fun in San Francisco. There's a lot of times I wanted to push him off a cliff. But <laughs> I, 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 don't do that. I, I, I adore my husband. I really mm. do. So Now, how do you get through those moments of, you know, after 30 years, I'm sure you've had some times where, you know, you look at the person that you've built this life with and you're like, I could literally strangle you right now in this moment. <laughs> but then you overcome it and you're like, OK, I love you. How do you work through those moments or how have you in the past? Like when you when you have those moments of I want to strangle you, and then you're like, oh, wait, I need to remember this. Go to my Zen place. Yes. Yeah, how well, how do no, you work through it? You, you just remember. You remember all the really good things that have happened in the past. Mm. I remember him with the children. I remember you know him taking me somewhere or you know coming up with a flower or something silly or some stupid comment that he makes that just makes me laugh, you know. Right. You, you just go back, you go back to places and you, you get through it. Yeah. You just, this is this moment and yeah, you're pissing me off right now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to move to the next moment and next thing, you know, you'll make me laugh because you're going to walk into a lamppost or something while we're <laughs> walking down San Francisco Street. You right. Know, whatever. Right. So. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, life is what it is. Yeah. And you have to appreciate it. That's every, incredible. Every I just I love chatting with people that have been in relationships that long because I mean I, I'm 
about to be at year two with my relationship. Yeah. And it's like I'm discovering so many. This is the longest relationship I've been in. So I'm reaching some milestones in it. And so I just find it so fascinating how um, – because what's that thing we used to always say, Holly, or that we still say about you have to get to know each other every day? Every day. You do. Right. Because it's like you – that people change on a day-to-day basis. And my ex-husband didn't really get that. And, I mean, that's fine. But if for me, I was like, we're, we can't even get that piece of advice together because – just your daily interactions, they change you a little bit. Not right. like your whole person, but then maybe you get a new outlook or whatever right. for that day, or you got some good advice that day. And so when I was like, well, we need, we're not learning about each other every day. Mm. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm the same person I was <laughs> when you met me. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I was like, I, yeah, right. I know. I Yeah. But like that's, that's why I feel like it is so important to ask the questions on a daily basis, or if you can't do it daily, you know, as often as you can, mm-hmm. to figure out, are we still on the same page? Like, what what is new about you today? Yeah. What is different about you? So it's, I agree, it's a tough, it's a tough course. It is, it is. It's an interesting life um, that you have to build and that you have to continue to get to know mm-hmm. one another as you go along. Uh, so I'm curious though about Scott as a child. I was an amazing child. I had no. good grades. I played right. well in sports. Right. How was Scott really as a child? <laughs> Actually, you see that smile? Mm-hmm. He he used to wake up with that in the crib. Mm. I mean, stand up and smile. Oh. But. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. But. Go ahead. Do you want me to really say it? Yeah, okay. go ahead. It's my life. Scott likes his cowboy boots and his cowboy hat. Oh. That was it. Okay. okay. Oh, God. <laughs> what? What? Wait. Oh, wait. I need oh. some explanation. Oh. <laughs> what is this? Oh, God. I'm going to get messages. Oh, God. This is a little three. This is a little two-year-old. Okay. okay. Yeah. He just didn't like clothes. So uh, I'm dealing with that with my kid right now. I need to hear this. He'd wear his boots. He'd wear his hat. And he'd walk through the house. And I'd have to go get him and put his clothes back on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is fantastic. Sometimes I still do it on a Friday night. I didn't do it sometimes. I know. So. It's very comfortable. Try to get the cowboy hat God bless you, Mary. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow. No. He, he actually, he was, he was a wonderful kid. He was mm. a ha- ha- just a happy, happy kid. Did yeah. he ever go through a phase where he was just not like just oh, yeah. bubbly and sunny? Because oh, I feel yeah. like you have to at least have some down oh, yeah. points. No, no, he did. He, mm. Yeah, he had all the hair in his face and he was mean and but mm. i mean he's, he's always been assertive and a go-getter mm-hmm. kind of thing I mm. mean, he was in a band he was in the sports and he was football and we tried everything and i spent a lot of money mm. doing it <laughs> very thankful <laughs> lacrosse and everything else and yeah wow so, no he was he was he was really pretty good kid both my kids were really pretty good proudest moment where you felt like okay i did a good job with this with this man graduation Mm. That was just a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. And what was that like watching him across walk across the stage? Well, it kind of went pretty quick. Yeah. I almost missed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> they do go really fast. They, they, do. they did kind of craziness. And right. I was like, oh, 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 oh there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does it feel like? It feels wonderful. Mm. It felt wonderful when he came home and he was in one um, academic place. And then he says, I got to change this. This mm. is not me. I said, no, it's not you. So change it. Yeah. Mm. Don't don't you know? Don't let me influence you. Don't let yourself influence you to. I guess have to, you know, stay on this one path. When right. Your desire is somewhere else, and mm. that's when he changed up, and that's when he got here and met all you. And I mean, told me about his internship here, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, 
great. Yeah. yeah. It's phenomenal. So it's good. Now, what career what was that that you wanted to go into when you first got to college, Scott? When I first got in, I wanted to go into physical therapy. That was the first route because mm-hmm. of all my sports background. I wanted to go in there and I thought, I love working out. I love that side of it. And I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I could go help people through this. Because mm-hmm. like, I think my bigger goal is I just love to make people's day that much better. Mm-hmm. And that was the route I wanted to do it. Mm. And so what made you change uh, change, change up your major? I mean, there's a couple of things. When I was first, I was just struggling. Like when I first got into college, like I was going through the courses and I noticed I'm just, I did not enjoy any of it. And I was doing like chemistry and I was like, this is just so boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going through it and my grades are just slowly, every semester just get worse and mm. worse and worse. And I also got involved in the school. My first step involvement was orientation. I was an orientation leader where I'm like, running around on stage and pumping the crowd up and I just loved having the mic in my hand and I was like I need to do something that's more this route mm. I love entertaining that's mm-hmm. my true passion lies in I can't do this and after a conversation with different teammates and everything they're like you should try this and so I went to I actually went to exercise science maybe I could be a coach mm. in some route and I was like okay and that was probably my worst semester because just different things in my life and I was on a low and I was doing horribly with my grades and that definitely wasn't the route until eventually somebody's like, why don't you do communications? That's more of your route of like, you like talking to people. You're very much that person. Right. You could do this. So I switched. I went into the radio station at college and I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when it clicked. Yeah. It just feels like you're home. I know. That's yeah. that's how it was for me too. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I got to college. I mean, I had made a broad gesture of like, oh, I'm going to be in communications. But mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was PR or mass communications or anything like that. But it's like... Radio people, you get this bug. Like you walk into a studio oh, and you yeah. get that mic and you're just like, how can I do this and make money out of it? Right. Like how, how, how does this become a career? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I feel like it's like that for a, a large majority of radio people in some capacity. Right. No, most definitely. So Debbie, when he was first in college and said he wanted to go into physical therapy, like did you sort of know in your heart of hearts that it probably wasn't the right course for him or were you just kind of like, all right, well, let's just go with it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love that knowing like, hmm, mama knows <laughs> this. I, I didn't think that was going to be the route that he should have taken. But mm, again, why, why was that? Because he was more into the sports. He is wonderful with people. Always yeah. has been, you know, that way. But I didn't think that was going to bring him to where he wanted to be. Mm. But I let him try it. And, you know, you, you let things go. You kind of guide as much as you can and and support. That's, right. That's all you can do with your kids. You right. support them and let them, you know. As long as they're good. <laughs> Which I was. <laughs> I feel like that would be one of the hardest parts for me being a parent is like when you know, like you with all your experience and you know this human being, you've birthed them and you know them and then you see them going down a path and you're like, nope, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. <laughs> but you can't say no because they've got to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what that must be like as you're watching it all unfold. Oh, it's tough. I mean, you, you can say no, no, no when they're little, but right. as they grow into adulthood, it's like, okay, I got to tone it back a little bit. Yeah. You know, let's let's take it back a notch. Even now, I mean, he's 23. My other son's going to be 26. So I still have a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a beauty of your mother. Believe me, I use it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, oh. you know, I try to let them do their own things. And, you know, I'm proud of both of them. Yeah. They're doing wonderful things. And it, to watch it, 
evolve mm. and you'll you'll see this holly with your daughter and mm-hmm. how she changes and, and yeah. does different things i'm excited I, it's oh it's amazing it's mm. an amazing thing to see these little people develop their own personalities and, yeah. and stuff like that so, yeah that's yeah. so awesome life man oh <laughs> well thank you for chatting with us for a couple of minutes and coming thank on you. with us yeah thank you <laughs> give us a little insight into scott so. yes <laughs> A lot of insight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. That's consequence. Damn it. No, that was awesome. I loved it. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us and uh, have a fun time hanging out here with us uh, while you're here in uh, Tampa Bay. It was wonderful Mm -hmm. meeting you guys. Awesome. Scott, what's all your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And Holly, what's yours? Radio Holly on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook, uh, Holly on Hot 101.5. Debbie, do you want to give out any of your social media? Are you rocking the Instagram? I follow y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she knows how to figure it out. Zombie. I don't do anything else. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Catch up. Catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.